0: What's God's will for gender roles? Cha-ching. All right. So, uh, this is one that's uh, certainly unapologetically, Christians believe something that's different than the world. But I want you to say this up front. What I'm about to explain to you, the scenario which God designed the gender roles for men and women to be expressed, are specifically for marriage and uh, church leadership, okay? Like, this doesn't apply with your siblings. This doesn't apply in your classroom. This doesn't apply in your workplace. This doesn't apply in society. God's real design for this is specifically marriage and workplace, excuse me, (laughs) marriage in church, not marriage. (laughs) I just contradicted myself. See, Bible's true, I'm false, right? I contradicted myself, Bible (laughs) doesn't. So God tells us his design and will for men and women uniquely, and we see it specifically in the story of Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2, right? So also, men and women are both created equally in the image of God. What that means is men and women both equally share in the full dignity of what it means to be human. What that means is that men and women equally have a responsibility uh, to be able to follow God's commandments. Men and women equally have the capacity to know God and love God. Yet, men are also men and women are also Women, And in the story of Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2, we see the unique differences that define God's will for manhood and womanhood through marriage and through church leadership. So, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, Adam is treated as the head of his marriage. And Eve is called the helper. Adam is called the head. Eve is called the helper. This is a complementary relationship and it exists specifically in church leadership and leadership of the family and nowhere else. But what does headship and being a helper mean? All right, here are some interesting observations from Genesis about male headship, okay? So when God gave the command not to eat the tree, Eve didn't exist yet. She wasn't created. But when the serpent came and tempted Eve, she responded in a way that recognized that she knew that she wasn't supposed to eat the tree. But there's no record that God told her, don't eat the tree. Then after they did eat the fruit of the tree, and God went to confront them, even though Eve was the one that ate the fruit first, God confronted Adam first. Why did God confront Adam first? We believe that the reason that God confronted Adam first when Eve was the one who took the fruit first was because as the head of the marriage, God gave Adam the responsibility to lead Eve by teaching her the truth of what God said and by protecting her when that serpent came to tempt them. Adam evidently told Eve the command, but he did not do his job and protect her when Eve came. So when God confronted them, Adam was responsible because God was treating Adam as the head. So that's what headship is. It's the responsibility to be able to uh, lead a marriage by which men will be held accountable for First 1 Timothy 2 specifies that that same responsibility applies to leadership in the church. Husbands are supposed to teach and lead and protect their wives. And in the same way in the church, God has designed that uh, men are the ones who teach and lead and instruct and protect the church. Does not mean that men and, equal, men and women are unequal. Does not mean that men and women do not share dignity. Here's the interesting thing about what it means that a woman is a helper. Some more interesting observations from Genesis. After God gave Adam the job to do to care for all of the animals in the garden, God recognized that Adam can't do it. When Adam was given the job, Adam recognizes himself that he can't do it. But having created Eve to be the helper for Adam... He acknowledges that with her, it can be done. The conclusion means that in a marriage and in church, being a helper doesn't at all mean inferior. It means absolutely indispensable and necessary to carrying out God's work. In fact, the same word helper that's applied to women in this scenario, God applies to himself in other scenarios in the Bible. Without the value that women add to families and churches and society, the world would not be able to function the way that it does. That's what we believe in our church is God's will for gender roles. Now I'll say this, attack the theory all you want. The theory is attacked and can be attacked. Moreover, the theory is abused, and abused in a way that diminishes the indispensable job that women need to do. People can attack the theory. People can abuse the theory, but if it's practiced well, and thankfully my wife and I seek as best we can to practice this well, if it's practiced well, A home will flourish and prosper with joy, and a church will flourish and prosper with joy. Attack the principle. Attack the theory, but practice it, and it works.